There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi everyone, welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I'm too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I like watching scary movies, and so I watch them and tell you about them so that you don't have to, because I know that you're curious and you want to know. You're too scared. You're too scared. You're too scared. And and Sammy's here for you. I'm here for you. Just like she's here for us, because we're too scared. Exactly. Exactly. Most of the time. Emily has definitely come a long way. And sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, well, well... What's up with us this week? Any of us have babies or huge <laughs> life changes? Did that happen yet for any of us? Um, well, yeah, I can tell you one thing that didn't happen this week for me, which was having a baby. I was mm. due on June 21st, which was almost a week ago now. So I'm about a week past my due date currently. And... Um, Gotta tell you guys, I am, you know, being pregnant, I'm done with it. I don't even do <laughs> yeah. this anymore. I'm <laughs> sick of it. I'm yeah. fucking sick of it. I don't blame I'm, you. I'm too big, first of all. It's just like, I'm too big. Like, he yeah. doesn't fit inside of me anymore. Yeah. You gotta um, get out of there. <laughs> you gotta get out. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I could go into labor at any moment. Maybe it'll happen on this podcast. Maybe that would it'll be happen. So exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that if being on this podcast induced my labor. Um, no, Maybe but you'll honestly, get so scared. Ooh. <laughs> I haven't heard that one, but maybe. That's um, not how it works. You don't get frightened when the baby comes out. <laughs> it's like hiccups. You just have to surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just pops right out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fucking nuts. I would love that. Um, no, there's so many like old wives tales about what can what you can do to like eat spicy food mm-hmm. or you know various other things none of them are real and none of them necessarily work none of Tim- them are real tim's cousin told me to eat eggplant parmesan <laughs> okay. oh we've all heard that the classic eggplant parmesan uh we've all been there labor inducer um but honestly i I, you know, I, I stopped working, um, so I didn't work all last week, and I've been bored out of my mind, so I'm really grateful that I get to record this podcast today, because it gives me something to do, and it makes me so happy to get to see you guys. I love you so much. It makes us I happy, too. So yeah. um, I keep thinking, this is it, this is the last one, and then, and then here we still are. Well, this better fucking be this the last one. This one, I think, will be the last one. I think one, this will be so. the last one. Soak it I, up, listeners. Soak up this... This uh, woman, not yet with child, next time Mm -hmm. you hear from her, she will be wise Mm -hmm. and experienced. 
I'll have that motherly instinct that everyone you'll talks know. about. You'll just know from the tone of her voice. Mm-hmm. I'll be changed woman. Um, but yeah, that's what that's nothing, nothing really else to report. What about you guys? How are you guys doing? Um, I'm doing well. I'm busy and I just didn't even realize to um, plug this last week, but the show I've been working on comes out uh, today, which is Sunday. So by the time this episode comes out, it will be out. The first three episodes will be available to stream. It is called Golden, the journey of uh, U- the U.S. elite gymnast, something like that. I don't really know the full title. We just call it Golden. Yeah, and it's about gymnastics. Golden Gymnastics, that's what you need to know. You'll know it when you see it. It's on, on Peacock. Peacock. And so go watch it. I think it's really good, um, personally. <laughs> Yay! And, and Sammy, you worked specifically on one of these episodes, right? I was the lead editor on episode two, and I'm currently the lead on episode six. So we're still editing it, even though it's half out, because the Olympic trials are tonight. And so because we're kind of following a real-time event we're releasing episodes as we're still editing the later episodes. So Exciting. three episodes, three episodes are out and then one episode will come out each Sunday for the next three Sundays. Wow. I can't wait to watch it. I'm so excited. Um, also, I feel like Simone Biles has been pulling them out left and right. I it's mean, really sh- actually insane how she's, she's not just the best currently like she truly is the greatest that has ever lived and she just keeps getting better mm-hmm. and she is like significantly better than anybody else like she doesn't have even any real competition and it's God. just so crazy to me that she can be that much better than literally anybody else in the world at gymnastics it's so wild mm. like everyone else is just uh like not within reaching distance of her scores basically ever. wow yeah, that's uh, that's amazing, and that's She's globally. On, that's on, inter- like internationally, yes. right? Like yeah. in the entire world. And um, mm. uneven bars is her is her least strong. So sometimes she gets beaten on that, but basically everything else, she's always first place. Everything like. else, god damn, <laughs> it's crazy. I bet that wow. really, honestly, like kind of sucks for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, like... I think I think there will be some people that will be happy when she retires. <laughs> Which yeah. will probably be how uh, that'll be like soon, right? I mean, your life. This, this could as be a her gymnast. last one, um, her last yeah. Olympics, or she might she could do one more. Mm. Um, but yeah, it'll be soonish. Wow, that's wild. Well, I can't I've, wait to see her. Can't I wait can't, to watch her do her thing. Yeah. I can't wait to watch too. Yeah, she's great. I will make you warn me if before there are any like um, bad falls because I, I get so scared watching gymnastics because I just don't. And I know that th- there's a part. Episode. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I remember you had to watch falls. watch that. So I'll, I will then, so I'll have to watch it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Because it's with Sorry. the producer, the producer from Cheer, right? Is on it as well? Um, yes. Oh, God, Cheer stressed me out a lot, too. For yeah. The very same reason. Exactly. It but it's yeah. so good. She's so She's much great, falling. That producer. A lot um, of falling. Yeah, they fall. It's not good. That's not good. But the show will be good, and we're very excited to see it. Yes, thank you. Everybody go watch it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, um, ma'am. What, what about you, Emily? <laughs> um, I 
have also not had any babies. Um, oh, no babies. No babies for me. But mm-hmm. I did go see my nephew, my sister's mm-hmm. baby. Um, I took my first post. It's not post-pandemic, but uh, we're, you know, we're, st- hey guys, we're still in it. But uh, I took my first trip, big trip, um, mm-hmm. on a plane to go see my sister and my nephew, who is um, 18 months old. And I had met him when he was three weeks old and then not seen him since then because then pretty quickly entered a pandemic yep um and it was so wonderful it was i was really looking forward to to spending that time both with my sister and her husband and and the baby and and it was really i'm very grateful to have been able to do it he's very very cute very funny and um he's so cute he's very cute and also to all parents listening to this episode, to all parents to be listening to me speak right now on Zoom. Um, hey, you're doing you're doing great. You're doing so great. <laughs> what you do is so hard. How does anyone do it? Lit, like honestly, I just kept being like, so many people do this. Like almost mm-hmm. everyone does this. Mm-hmm. For je- like the only reason any of us are here is because somebody did this, mm-hmm. and that's the only way we continue to exist is if people keep doing it. And it is also the craziest fucking thing that anyone could do. And we're all just like, no, yeah, no, it's very normal. It's so normal to do this. And it is the craziest thing ever. It does not seem normal. It, I'm it so terrifying. astounded by it. I am astounded by it. It's so yeah, hard. It's amazing. It's incredible. And, like, I just, you, wow. Just, you're all very brave. One day in, one day, I was there for five days, day one I texted Joel and was like this is so hard this is so crazy like, you've been here for a day and I, I was like I'm sorry I don't know what to tell you this is insane I feel that I feel that way too I feel that way when I visited my nephews every time I visited my nephews I'm like holy shit this is so hard um watching friends have babies I'm like oh my god how how is this what you're doing but you know you just when do it's it. yours, you just, wait, you just do it. I mean, do it. people just keep doing it. And, and also, I'm, I believe for many people, and it's also fine if this isn't the case for you, but for many people, not you, Henley, but the, you know, the wider you, it, it seems like maybe may, the most fulfilling and deeply human experience someone could have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why people keep doing it. But also, I'm pretty sure that's it. Wow, 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 wow. It's just like, they, it's all the time. And, mm-hmm. and and I also like once you have a kid, you're a parent. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you and you become a parent. You do parent things. You you like every single time they change my nephew's diaper, but he really hates it, and they sing the same song, and he likes that song, and that's what they do, and that's just what they do because that's what you need to do. You got to get through the diaper change. But truly, I was like, oh my. God, being a parent is crazy. <laughs> you just are like, okay, now we sing the song and and we sing the diaper song and and, and and like and that's just you just do it. You just do what mm-hmm. you gotta do to mm-hmm. raise a f- human life, which is fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what, 
I came home and was like, I'm going to get myself a slice of cheesecake, put my feet in a foot bath, and watch a TV show. I was like, I don't have to answer to anybody. Um, I think what happens, so, too, is you know. that then then they get older, and then you, like, miss that stage, too. Probably, That's what everyone yeah. says. Also, like, I, like, I'm sure parents can find a way to have a slice of cheesecake and put their feet in a foot bath. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm not doing things that can't be done. But, you know, I get to do it on my time. I do it on my time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah. it helps when you teach your child or eventually when you can get them to sleep, which not all children ultimately get there, but all, most but a lot do. Of them do. Yeah. Most do. And um some of them, you know, they get solid like 12 hours of sleep a night. <laughs> and yeah. You know. And that's going to be a good amount of sleep. Yours for sure. Yeah, fingers crossed. We'll <laughs> see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I won't get my hopes up. But yes. very impressive and very remarkable and I can't wait for this little boy to come on out of you. So I can yeah, see what his deal is. I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm very excited to find out his deal. I know. Because <laughs> you guys, you know what's so great to, uh, at this stage of the process is there is an infinitesimal chance that, you know, he could be like an, a star NBA player. He could be like an astronaut. He could be anything. The possibilities he, are endless. At he this could point. be the pos- anything. The possibilities are endless. I'm it's saying it's absolutely infinitesimal like tiniest percentage and there's no part of me that's has any expectations but it's kind of funny right now to be be like literally anything's possible he could be the best dancer the world has ever seen yeah he could be the worst dancer the world has ever seen yeah that too that would be great too (laughs) we don't know anything about him other than that he's coming into the world and and also he is what we're saying now, he has plenty of possibilities with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't he have an she. identity he could, he yet. Could, we're going to figure choose, it out. He could choose that he's a she. He could decide he's a she. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. That's and a th- I, we would love that. We are open to this little human becoming a human, and it's going to be cool to it's see it happen. Very, very cool to see. So I guess that's um, why people do it. All right, fine. I get it. I get it. But also, <laughs> also I, just one more thing to say on this topic. Emily, you really buried the lead here, which mm. is that you brought matching, you brought oh, matching yeah. outfits that you made <laughs> yeah. for your nephew. Yeah, uh, I made so him you match guys with could, me. So you guys could match. <laughs> yeah. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. It's so amazing and so impressive. And... I just loved getting to see all all the looks from. We had some good looks. I I believe strongly in coming in with a really intense um, aunt identity, aunt aunt identity. I think it's mm-hmm. good to like. That's one of the cool things about being an aunt is being like, hey, I exist in your life in this specific way, and I'm gonna just do that a ton. <laughs> and I am your I'm your aunt who lives in LA and makes weird shit, and is just like, hi, here it is. Um, <laughs> And that's fun for me. Oh, he's, I bet he loved it. He didn't really know that it was happening, to be completely <laughs> honest. But, you know, he didn't hate it. Should we get into this god dang movie? Let's freaking absolutely should. talk about it. Um, this week's movie is Hunter Hunter. Came out in 2020. Ooh. Written and directed by Sean Linden, starring Camille Sullivan, Summer Howell, Nick Stahl, and Devin Sawa. Oh! 2020 oh. Devin Sawa. A 2020 Devin Sawa. Can you believe it? 
Um, it's streaming on Hulu, which I'm very mad to find out because I paid three ninety nine to rent it on <laughs> oh, Amazon. No. <laughs> Damn. Four dollars. $4 to Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. Congratulations! <laughs> you, you did, did it! it. <laughs> uh, we're all pretty obsessed with the Bo Burnham comedy special, so... I can't I, wait, I can't believe that in our check-in we didn't talk about Bo I Burnham was, or Britney Spears, actually. I was, Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, shit. There's a lot to talk Fuck. about. Damn. Fuck. Damn it. Well, we waste it all on babies. <laughs> talk about ourselves? Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Well, listeners, we have lots to say about lots of things, but we'll we'll spare you that for now and I get into we'll the freaking now. movie. Yeah. All right, you guys, it's our favorite time of the week, cocktail hour. This week, while you are sharpening your hunting knives, preparing all of your traps, why don't we suggest that you sip on the aptly named Hunter Cocktail? In order to make it, you need two and a half ounces bourbon whiskey, half an ounce of cherry brandy, quarter of an ounce of maraschino liqueur, and three drops of orange bitters. You stir all the ingredients with ice and you strain into a chilled glass. Cheers. Yeah, so the reason I watched on Amazon is because this movie was recommended to me by my um, boss, and I knew nothing about it, and I just added it to my watch list on Amazon, so I didn't even, like, check if it was anywhere else. Stupid, but... Um, anyways, I started watching it, not even knowing that it was a horror movie, and oh. just knew nothing about it, and had a really great time, and decided that we just had to talk about it on the pod. Ooh! That's exciting. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty rare for me to go into a movie completely blind, and I always enjoy yeah. it when I do, so I need to remember to try that more often. Especially when mm. it's on a recommendation of someone that you, like, respect right. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like their taste. That's that's always the best. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, because at least you're like, okay, well, it's going to be interesting in some way. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you gave money to Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I had never heard of this movie, and I there's not any trivia for it. There, I, there's, like, very little to say about it. And since... Uh, I want you guys to also go into it blind. I think we should watch the trailer at the end. I'll edit it in earlier. Mm. But um, but yeah, uh, I'll tell you that it has a 6.4 on IMDb, a 61 on Metacritic, and a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Um, and it's like filmed in uh, Canada. It's like a half Canadian production, I think, is also maybe why... Uh, no one had really heard of it hmm. so i don't know but um hmm. but yeah i don't really have much else to say leading into it so i feel like we should just maybe get into it what let's do you guys get think into it let's get yes. into it okay great this is a hard life you chose it and it suits you i chose it when i chose you renee never had a choice What do you do if you see something? Don't run. Wolf is back. Ate a raccoon and left the paw. This isn't a normal wolf. It's just a hungry wolf looking for an easy meal. 
I will catch it. What is that? It's a ring. The Wolfader ring? Maybe it's attached to something that tasted good. What, like a finger? Where did she say she found this? Out in the woods. Hello? Jesus. There's a killer out there. My advice is to move your family out of the woods. Get behind me! What if we can't make it out before the freaks? We don't run from our troubles. You heard it, right? We don't get a lot of people out here. That's what makes it so special. Nothing pushes us out of our home. I'm worried about Dad. Renee says she heard a gunshot. We've got a blood trail. Your husband wanted to catch a wolf. Is that what he told you? Stay in this room until I come get you. Say you understand. I understand. Snag a wolf. You gotta outwolf him. So we start it in the Canadian wilderness, a scene of a father and a daughter going through their trap line, basically checking uh, various animal traps they've set out, catching some um, beavers and little muskrats and types of things. And this is Devin Sawa. Uh, his name is Joseph, and his daughter's name is Renee. She is 13, um, and as they are checking along the trap line, they find a like an animal leg caught in the trap with the whole body eaten off, and so uh, the da- Renee looks to her dad and says, it's back. And is this a monster uh, movie? No, but okay. At this point, I just didn't know anything, and it goes, "It's back," and <laughs> the title comes up with the music in this movie is really great. Title comes up, "Hunter Hunter." I don't know what's going on yet, but we see back at home the mother uh, of this family. Her name is Anne. Um, so they're clearly a family that is like living off the grid. Um, and, you know, like a, a wilderness family. And this yeah, is present, Classic present, wilderness family. Classic wilderness family. This is present day. This isn't like uh, back in the 1700s or anything like that. Right, right. Um, and so uh, we see, we gather that they are fur trappers so that they're, they're catching these animals and selling their pelts at the town that's a, I don't know, 10 miles away, some 15 miles away or something. They're like pretty far. They're pretty secluded from things. There's no, no people around them for sure. But, but they do have a truck to get into town to when they need to sell their, their furs. Um, And so we see after they come back and takes the truck into town to go sell the, the furs that they have, trapped and the prices have gone down because it's summer and so nobody is the demand for furs isn't really high right now it's and it's clear that they're struggling like she's then not able to buy food because 
um, that she just doesn't make enough off the pelts and they need another trap to be able to, they, one of their traps has broken and so they need to buy the trap to be able to catch more animals to then make more money. So they, she's not able to buy food. Um, back home, we see Joseph teaching Renee how to skin the animals that he's caught. He's basically like teaching her the, the tricks of the trade. This is how you skin them. This is how you tan the hides. Um, and then Anne come, gets home and they all have dinner together and she's at, Anne's asking them about their day. Renee says, dad, let me do everything. I checked all of the traps myself. Um, and, but the wolf is back and a kind of silence goes over the table and you see Anne looking pissed and she kind of looks to Joseph and says, were you not? gonna tell me and he's kind of less serious about it and it's like it's fine we'll we'll get it like I'll keep us safe it's just a wolf and she's like well no it's not just a wolf like he's been here before he's dangerous like I don't want to be scared to go outside and um Joseph basically says like I'll tomorrow I'll 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 find him I'll go hunting and I'll get it like, don't worry it's gonna be fine <clears throat> Um, and then Wait, I have a question. Uh -huh. You, so, cause, so you went in not knowing this was a horror movie. Did you like very quickly pick up on the fact that it's a no, horror movie or no. like, is the tone like very, the tone not is horror not horror. Yes. No, like it's a, tone, okay. a, a drama at this point. Yes. I, yeah. I, it was reminding me most of that movie, leave no trace with Thomasin McKenzie. And it's just her and her dad in the woods. Oh yeah. 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 And so it was kind of reminding me that I was like, this is a movie about a family that's living in the wilderness and the struggles of that, like a drama about their struggles. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. Um, Let us know. When you started feeling like it was a horror movie, if you oh you'll know. know you'll know. oh yeah <laughs> okay that's cool. what we like to hear cool. that's what we like to hear uh, it's the bleakest time of the year so you know what that means we deserve to get cozy on the couch rewatch our favorite TikTok videos and drink a goddamn glass of wine if you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle you will love our next sponsor Naked Wines did you know that when you buy wine today most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County. And they've been around for 10 years and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker. So you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password 
to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, so <laughs> then after dinner, Anne and Joseph have a talk outside where they're kind of in an argument and she's again still, you know, mad about the wolf and... Oh, and in town, we saw that she was kind of looking at posters of houses for sale and watching kids get onto school buses. And we see that she's maybe kind of thinking that she's getting sick of this life, living more off the grid and maybe wanting to get her daughter into a school. She's kind of looking at like idealizing this a bit, like things are really fucking hard for them living just in the in the woods. And so in this argument that they're having, she's basically like, why we should like this is getting too hard people don't people don't live like this um and you chose this life and i chose this life when i chose you but renee didn't choose this life and she should be in school she shouldn't be worrying about a wolf she should be worrying about math and boys like she shouldn't be scared to go outside because a wolf could attack her and he says we don't we don't run from our problems and uh this is this is like the, the they're the people we should be scared of basically and she's like he's like you're scared of a wolf or she says yeah i'm scared of a wolf you're scared of people and like that's not normal like we need to be in the world with people that's how she should grow up so there is a point they're kind of um yeah clearly have different views on this topic and ultimately, he he's kind of like, I'm going to go get the wolf tomorrow. We'll talk about this later. Uh, and oh, and one other thing she says in this is I can go get the report it to the police. And he's like, what are they going to do? Like when they come here, they bring their problems here. If we bring our problems to them, they'll bring their problems to us. So Joseph's clearly wanting to deal with this wolf by himself and doesn't want anyone else to come uh, onto the land. So uh, the next morning, he gets up bright and early at dawn, gets ready with his hunting gear, and we see Renee seeing him getting ready, and she gets up and gets ready too because she usually checks the trap line with him. He's like, not today. This could be dangerous. And she's like, well, I can turn around when it becomes a hunt and like check the traps with you at first. And basically... So he he decides to let her come with him. And once he gets any sign of the wolf, he'll send her back to the house because it's downwind or something. He explains that the the wolf wouldn't be able to pick up her scent by the direction that she'd be walking home. So it would be relatively safe. And he relays this information to 
and on a walkie-talkie. They have like those huge walkie-talk, long-distance walkie-talkies. That's how they talk to each other. Um, and so that would be cool. How long, yeah. how far do those work? Because I'm like, I would love to communicate with somebody on a long distance walkie-talkie. I think they can how go long pretty far. Are talking? And how expensive are these walkie-talkies and how I much? Think they're, do I want to get in a walkie-talkie on person? <laughs> I mean, I think at least miles, like they go, they go out like miles away. Like between your house and my house, Sammy? I feel like yeah. maybe. Yeah, you guys should get walkie-talkies. Like, wouldn't it be fun if instead of texting you, I walkie-talkie? <laughs> Wait, but Sammy, Sammy no- notoriously hates a phone call. How that's do you feel true. about that's a walkie-talkie? That's a walkie-talkie call. <laughs> just, like, checking in. Just being like, Sammy, checking in. Checking Are you okay? In. Checking in over and out. Do you want to get a drink later? Over and out. <laughs> yeah, see? I feel like I could be into this. We'll have to look into the prices. We'll look into the prices. We'll look into the prices. <laughs> and the distance. I got to know because, like, you know, yeah. get Jenna in on this. We all have a long distance walkie talkie on the same network. Is mm-hmm. that how it works? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to do some further research. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're out checking the trap lines and eventually he they see a sign of the wolf. I think wolf poop or something. And so he says, OK, time time for you to head home. If you see something, don't run. Fire a shot. She has like a little pistol. And he's like, fire a shot up into the air or fire it at it. If something comes at you, like you'll be you should be fine. But um, yeah, if you just like don't run from something, if you see it coming. And so she's heading back home. He's following the tracks. And we see that Anne is getting water from a nearby lake. And Anne is heading home. Renee is heading home and both of them kind of freak themselves out. Like, I don't think either of them actually see anything, but the woods are just a little noisy. There's little critters that could make a creak or whatever. And so they hear, they both like freak themselves out and start running home. Oh, no, you're not supposed to do that. And uh, just at that moment, we see that Joseph has seen the wolf and he's kind of ducked down with his the the view of his shotgun aimed at the wolf it's a big wolf and he is waiting to pull the trigger and then through the what do you call the viewfinder thing (laughs) scope through the scope yeah we see that the wolf is eating something and kind of lifts it up and we see that it is a human hand Oh, rut row. And quickly, yikes. Quickly, uh, <laughs> Joseph shoots, misses, and the wolf runs and he goes up to where it was and finds this basically severed human hand that the wolf was gnawing on. And he's freaked out, obviously. <laughs> and by this time, uh, Anne and Renee have made it back to the house. Like they're fine. Oh, great news. Um, but they heard a shot, and so they're they're stressed. But don't know whether they should be stressed or relieved. Like maybe he just killed the wolf. Maybe all our problems are about to be over. Um, but they're safe in their house. So he basically backtrack backtrack tracks the wolf. <laughs> That's probably not how you say that, but <laughs> follows where the wolf came from. Um, to try to see what the hell, how the fuck he got a human hand. And what the hell? How the fuck did he get a hand? 
and it it's follows it quite a ways crosses a main road into another side of the forest and then he notices x's carved into some of the trees and basically follows this path of x's and as he gets deeper, do they match up with the wolf tracks, or he abandons the wolf tracks and is following these X's now? I think they uh, they do match up with the wolf tracks, okay. yeah. And so he follows it in d- deeper and deeper into the woods, and then he eventually sees like a human arm, like a human form behind a tree, and he drops down and like points his gun and is like, "Hello," and the figure does not move. And he looks through the scope, and it's uh, we can see that it is the flesh is not the right color. It's like purple, not looking like a, a lively <laughs> skin tone. <laughs> not a lively skin tone. <laughs> this is a, death, a deathly skin tone. Okay. So, so zombie-esque or cor- skin tone. A, a regular no, human like, corpse? Yes, more more like that. Are He's, you just trying to talk around telling us that this is de- a dead body? This is a dead body. Well, he approaches... Okay. Okay, yes. so he's not... I, I Sorry, I thought this person was standing, but they're... They are standing. Clearly. Oh. A standing In corpse. the woods. Oh, uh, leaned against a tree or just standing That's in the That's right. Woods? So he, he approaches okay. and turns the... Turns, uh, the corner ish to see and it is a woman tied like tied to a tree she is naked uh, she is dead and uh, as he walks into this kind of clearing there's about seven dead naked women in tied to trees um and all various stages of kind of decomposing like they look like they have been there for a while one but this like first one i feel like there's some that look more fresh than others are, are they injured in any way or they're just dead? Um, I can't. I don't think so. I think they're just dead. I, they're just all tied up and dead. So this and is naked. when you knew it was a horror movie. This yeah, is when this, I at knew. this point you're thinking maybe this is more <laughs> than just a horror. drama about regular life <laughs> in the woods. That's, that's correct. This is when I started to suspect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> suspect. Uh oh. Well, he better get home to his uh wife and teenage daughter huh he does he does do just that but what he doesn't do is tell them what he found no (laughs) are you fucking kidding me you can see that he is we'll be fine though he is super freaked out and trying to play it really cool and Anne says Mm. you know i heard the gunshot did you get it he says no uh he's he's very you know, straight face talking is talking quite very seriously he says no i didn't get it I, i'm gonna go back out first thing and i'm gonna stay out until i get it tomorrow tomorrow i'm gonna kill it and if it takes me all, it takes me all night all day and all night like i'm gonna get it tomorrow you don't have to worry also <sighs> like i feel like sir this would play into the story you're trying to convince your wife of which is people are bad right like here's why That's- we shouldn't live with people look what people do yeah that's true, but also, like, move far away. Far away. I think Don't. that's more what he's thinking is, like, this is a threat to my way of life, and if my wife finds this out. <laughs> but, like, it should be a threat to your way. If there's, a, within a couple miles, like, tons of female dead bodies and you have a wife and daughter, like, you you, you should, yeah, think about changing you should pro- this. You should your prioritize situation. that. Yeah. Prioritize that over your fear of humans. Yeah. Oof. Well, it probably will 
he'll come to regret <laughs> not <laughs> talking about it if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ugh. they, you know, go to bed that night. We see him not sleeping a wink, just staring at the ceiling. Obviously, oh, that won't help. Incredibly stressed. Uh, they have a dog, by the way. His name is Tova. Oh. <laughs> Tova. Of course, uh, there's a dog. Cute. Of course, Tova. there's a dog. Sorry, Tova. Cute dog. Uh, next morning, Joseph gears up to head out, and again, Renee tries to come with him. This time, he's very firmly, "No, you're not coming with me. You stay in the house. Don't go far from the house." Um, he sets out a couple bear traps around the house, and and basically says, "I thought you said." It's silly to be worried about a wolf. And he says, um, you know, just to be safe, just to be safe. And yeah, so he tells them not to leave, but at the same time doesn't tell them why. And so they're I not. I bet if he did, they wouldn't leave. Yes, I think that would be the case. That's <laughs> hey, correct. don't leave. You might end up dead and naked tied to a tree. Yes, correct. That would convince me. So, me too. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> same. And so they're they're not too stressed. They talk to him on the walkie-talkie as he's been out for a bit, and he basically says, um, let's stay off the walkie for a bit. I might have to stay out here all night. I'll talk to you in the morning. Um, and I don't want the talk- walkie-talkie giving away my position or whatever. So they, Anne and Renee go out to get some water because as Anne had freaked herself out and ran home, they basically, she basically spilled all the water. So they're out of water. So they need to go get some water. They go down to the lake and, uh, Anne is at the water side and Renee's kind of walking around and Renee sees the wolf and it's right by them. It's snarling at them. It's big. It's scary. She screams and screams and tells her to get behind me and basically screams bloody bloody murder at this wolf to try to scare it off and i think eventually they they uh, she screams enough to get it to step back a bit so that she can reach her gun and then fires a shot and it it, it runs off and then they run back home with their water but in all the commotion they lose their dog tova and Renee is very distressed about this. We got to go back out to find Tova. We got to go back out to find Tova. Um, Anne says, stay inside. I'll go find Tova. You you stay inside. <laughs> and oh, boy. Here we go. Why they the dog with them outside no. when there is a wolf outside? I think it's They're a big dog. Separated. So I think it's like a, a protection thing. Like, uh, okay. theoretically, this dog is about it's it's not as big as the wolf but it, it's a big dog okay um and but regardless the dog is gone and so Anne grabs a gun goes out to look and is tiptoeing around in the woods and finds tova tova is dead we don't get a good look at tova but something has killed tova yeah well, that was quick. We ripped the Band-Aid off with Tova. <laughs> yeah. So. We didn't get too attached. No, we didn't get too attached didn't, to Tova. Didn't leave that us was waiting. <laughs> no, didn't agonize over that one. Um, but so sh- sh- the next morning they go to bed. Joseph doesn't come home that night. Like he said that he wouldn't. And so they go to bed. They wake up in the morning. And there's still no sign of Joseph. 
Um, and again, they don't have food because she wasn't able to buy food at the store. Mm. And so in the morning, she decides she wants to go check the trap line to see if there's anything that they caught that they can eat. Um, and while she is checking the trap line, they, f- they find wolf poop. And in the wolf poop, they see something and she kind of pokes it with a stick and it's like a gold ring. And Got it. Anne looks at it like very scared. Renee says, how, how would a wolf eat a ring? <laughs> and Anne does How it. would they, Renee? <laughs> <laughs> and Anne grabs her. They get into the truck and they drive into town. And she goes straight to the police station and says, my husband didn't come home last night. He, sa- he said he might not, but I'm still a little worried. And we found this ring in the wolf poop. There's a wolf that's been stalking us. And, like, we need help. And it's two, the, there's two cops there. They're su- it's a super, super small town. They're very, like, Coen Brothers-y vibes of just kind of, like, small town cops. And they basically tell her, you know, this is federal land and that's the wolves are allowed to be here you like can't the wolf is just being a a wolf we can't really go out and just kill it if it were closer to town maybe but you guys are in its habitat and he said and since it's federal land if we made a thing out of it uh, like the, the, the a federal investigation, I think, would be opened or something like that, and they would probably look into your current living situation. And so we, she kind of gets uh, the picture that the message that it might not be in their best interest to file that report. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't you want them to look into your living situation because she's supposed to be in school and stuff yeah, like probably that? Yeah. They sh- they're not supposed to be living off the grid that way I think that yeah. they do own their land but yeah I think their daughter would is probably um, not registered I don't I'm not sure but yeah. yeah we just we know that they don't want that they don't want people coming around asking questions mm-hmm. um, so but I mean the cops are are apologetic like they're not just they're not assholes but they're basically like there's nothing we can do um yeah and i'm she's frustrated and the main officer um officer barths says uh, like i don't want to be the bad guy i'm sorry like is there anything we can do and she looks really sad and defeated and basically says do you have any food (laughs) oh And they give her food, and so we cut to them driving back home, basically eating sandwiches that the police station had provided. And they... Maybe cops are good. (laughs) Maybe cops are good, (laughs) after all. Um, So they drive home, and uh, Anne gets Renee inside and says, stay inside, don't leave the house, I'll be right back. Um, I'm going to go look for Tova again or something like that. And she goes out with a shovel to go bury Tova. Oh. Um, And as she's out there, she's super freaked out and hears a twig snap and turns and just shoots. Um, And then comes home carrying something and we see that 
uh, Renee looks sad, and it's the cutest baby deer ever. It's like the a tiny Aww. little baby deer, and it's really cute. And Renee is upset and says, we don't kill the babies. And Anne says, it was an accident. I got scared. I didn't see that it was a baby. And, but... It, it happened, it's done, and it's food, and we can eat it, so let's let's cook it. And so Anne doesn't know how to skin the animals, so she asks Renee to teach her, because that's usually what Joseph and Renee do. And so Renee's kind of going through and saying, you know, you pull, I, I, I don't know, you, you can't cut the stomach or whatever, giving her a little lesson in skinning the animal. There's, like, one part where if you cut here, you can, like, rip their skin off basically all at once. It's crazy. But, um, so... I don't like that in any way. (laughs) Um, and uh, then she she cooks it and serves it. They have it for dinner, and Renee is really upset about it, and it's like, it doesn't taste good. I can taste that it's a baby, and she's like, no, you can't. Like, it's... Renee, honestly... I get that you're 13, but you literally don't have food. Yeah, we're going to need to get over that for now. We're going to eat this deer. Yeah. You skin, you pulled all its skin off. So, like, what are we talking about here? Um, then that night, we're st- we still haven't heard from Joseph. And... But then there's a, a brief little radio chatter, not a, not any voice or anything, but just kind of the bloop, bloop, like as if someone on the other end pushed the button momentarily to try to say something and then immediately got disconnected. She picks up the walkie talkie. It's like, Joseph, Joseph, are you there? Are you there? Um, and then nothing. And oh boy. she keeps trying, keeps trying, never gets through. And she's very distressed, puts Renee to bed there. They they get into bed and then Renee wakes up Anne in the middle of the night and says, she's like waking her awake and she's like, mom, I hear Tova. I hear Tova. Tova's outside. No, 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 no. And no. <laughs> says, no, you don't. You don't hear Tova. Tova's not out there. And Renee's very in, in, insistent and gets Anne up they basically open the front door to listen outside and we hear like a moaning noise uh, and oh god and Renee says see you heard that right you heard that and Anne is like stay inside I'll go and check I'll go and check no, it don't go and check don't go and check <laughs> I hate it I hate it and grabs her gun goes into the woods and finds no. an injured man in the bear trap he's not in the bear trap um but he looks he looks pretty fucked up his leg is fucked up but not in a not in a bear trap um but she kind of she's panicked and sees sees him and he kind of is asking for help and she runs inside and they have basically this sled with a rope attached to it that she can put on as kind of a backpack, like a sled dog type thing. To, that's how she carries a lot of pelts at once. Mm. And so she grabs that, rolls him onto it, pulls him, gets him inside and like cuts, up, cuts off his pant leg. And his, his leg is like basically cut to the bone. Yeah. Ugh. 
and sh- they have some sort of injection first aid like a what what would a shot be that you put into that some sort of painkiller thing or something like an, or an antibiotic or something yeah morphine like, to keep or it from. uh tetanus shot or... <laughs> it's something it's i think i think it's something for pain um oh, okay and she that she starts stitching his leg up um he's pretty much unconscious at this point and Renee's very scared Anne's very stressed Renee says dad says he's a stranger dad says we don't we don't trust strangers and Anne says uh that doesn't matter your dad's not here right now so what he says doesn't matter and they're not doing great they're not (laughs) this isn't a healthy dynamic and uh Renee obviously looks kind of offended by that and Anne softens and says, look, uh, we're, we're going to help him because that's what you do when people need help. And if your dad were here, he would say the same thing. Like it's good to help people who need help. And, um, so they get him all stitched up and he's, he's out. I mean, he's unconscious. So they go to bed and the oh next- my god <laughs> no not with a man in your house he's pretty drugged up okay, okay. Time up. yeah <laughs> time up first so i mean she she is or just like drive him to the hospital there's got to be a hospital i don't think right? she could, could get him to? to the truck the, so the truck is pretty far oh. from where they are the truck's not they don't have like a driveway so the truck has to be on the street which is uh, far, I don't know. Call nine one one. But it's also the like middle of the night. Um, I don't ugh. know, man. They I'm don't not have going to phone. sleep with a man in my house. They don't no, have no, a no, phone. They just have their talk walkie talkies. That's <laughs> look. I'm yeah, all for no. having walkie talkies, but not as a substitute for a phone. <laughs> Doesn't have to be an either or situation. No. Um, but it's, I mean, they found him in the middle of the night, so there's only, I guess, a couple hours left to morning. Who knows? Maybe she, maybe Anne stayed up watching him. No, I don't think she did, because the next morning, <laughs> Renee, I think, wakes her up again and is like, he's awake, he's awake. Um, they come out, he's groggy and kind of coming out of the, the being drugged, realizing that his leg is all bandaged, bandaged and is like, what happened? Like, oh, oh my God, I'm in so much pain. And she basically asks him the same thing, like, well, I don't know what happened. We found you out there. You're hurt. And um, he says, I was attacked. And she says, there's a, yeah, there's a wolf. And it looks like you might have been attacked by the wolf. Um, and, like, what are you doing out here? Like, we don't get many people out here. And he says, I'm a, I'm a wildlife photographer and I had parked up on the road and then I got kind of turned around and was trying to walk back and then something came at me. I didn't see it and I think I, I blacked out after that. I don't remember anything after that. And she says, okay, well, we'll get you some food and some water and then we should head to the hospital. Like I can drag you on that sled thing out to the, out to the truck, which is about a mile and he seems really scared he says with you want to go out there with that thing out there if there's a if there's a dangerous wolf that's attacking people like i don't know like that's pretty scary and she says it's going to be fine um you need a hospital like you'll get it'll it'll get infected like that's really bad and uh 
so eventually they talk him into it and they start trying to roll him onto the sled and pull him a little ways towards the towards the road and he just starts screaming in pain and he's like no no i'm sorry i can't do it i'm in too much pain i'm in too much pain and basically refuses to go do we trust him do you trust him i mean no absolutely not because we've seen a, a that there's a murderer in this in these woods so no but i think for her she doesn't totally distrust him yet Okay, but I think you, as, yeah. as a Watching viewer, you, you're like fuck, fuck, yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck, yeah, 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 a hundred percent. But because okay. she does not know that there is um, someone in the woods killing women, she is less worried and more kind of worried for him than of him. You always got to be scared of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always. <laughs> any That's him, the lesson in all these. Any movies. him scared, scared <laughs> of him. Mm-hmm. Um, well, also, like, where do you think you will um, relieve this pain, sir? The hospital. The hospital is the perfect place yes. to solve this problem. Yes, it's almost as if he doesn't want to <laughs> leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that His wound, does it look like a wolf attack? It just looks like a slice. You can't really tell. Because, um, like, wolves don't. I mean, I guess they've got claws. Yeah. But do they, do the dogs claw. really do that? It could like, that's like, like a bite. cat move. I feel like it wouldn't. Yeah, it, it, it. There's no like clear bite marks. Yeah, dogs bite. Yeah, when they attack. And it's pretty. There's wolf. so many holes. There are a lot of holes in this story yeah. already. Yeah, this wildlife photographer story. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we're not. Okay. Okay. So, um, then we we go back to the police station and we see Officer Barth's kind of holding the evidence bag of the ring in it kind of looking at it like something's something's not sitting right with him about this ring mm. <laughs> something's not sitting right with him about this ring and he asks the other police officer where did she find this again and she says must be sector six or sector seven that's kind of where they are he walks over to a map and is looking at it and we see that there are a few missing persons posters of women and he decides he's going to go check out around this sector. Um, and so he hops in his truck and he- heads out there. Um, and he finds a a car off the side of the road and gets its license plate. Uh, it looks like an, a, it's been there, been parked there for a bit. And... Hold on one second. I did this out of order, but I don't think it matters. Okay, yeah, I did it out of order. He he finds the car first, and then that's what, like, makes him curious about the ring, but whatever. So he he's on to something. Officer Barthes knows that something is up, and he's kind of on the trail. Um, Great. Then that, uh, that night, they put, after they try to drag... The, the guy's name is Lou, the stranger that's staying with them. So they they get Lou back into the house after he's like says he's in so much pain and he starts kind of going out of consciousness again. And so they put him in Renee's bed and they're oh, oh sleeping boy. together in the mom's bed. And uh, in the dawn of the early morning, uh, and again, needs to check the trap line to see if there's anything caught because they still don't have food um and 
asks Renee if what else her dad taught her about wolves and she says they hate fire and smoke so she lights a big fire outside of the house just another thing that she thinks the that the danger is is the wolf it's external <laughs> we know that we know that that's most likely not the case um and then and and then we see officer barths go back to where the car is it's still there and he goes further into the woods and i think he sees the x's on the trees as well mm. and he goes in further and further and then uh stumbles upon the circle of dead women and looks completely uh terrified and he walks in and he's kind of inspecting and he steps in a bear trap no uh, uh, this is always if a police officer goes anywhere and to examine anything they better fucking bring back up because if not they're done yeah I, I, <laughs> every time every time you just gotta you just gotta um and and as he is he screams in pain and as he kind of falls to the ground he's trying to pull out his walkie-talkie and uh but he starts falling and the walkie-talkie flies out of his hand and he falls onto his hands and knees and kind of starts crawling and then his hand goes into another no! And so he is now pinned to the ground between two bear traps and cannot move, cannot reach the walkie-talkie, and is just bleeding a lot. Um, And this happens at dusk, I guess, so it's like after his shift as he was on his way home. And we see the, the other officer has also gone home for the night, and we see her come back the next morning. And there's messages on the the message machine at the police station from this from Officer Barth's wife being like, Danny, where are you? Um, like, why, why haven't you called? And then another message in the morning to the to the woman police officer. I, can't, I didn't write down her name, but the one that's there that's like, please call me. I haven't heard from Danny. I'm really scared. I don't know where Danny is. And we see this other officer kind of step into gear like, oh, fuck, something happened. Grabs her keys, gets in the car goes looking for um, Danny's truck. And back at home, uh, and this is again like really early morning, Anne is going back to the trap line to check it again, leaving Renee and Lou asleep in their beds. And she goes out and gets a a little far on the trap line and finds Joseph's dead body with his (gasps) head beaten in. Oh, no. And she drops to her knees and just, like, sobs this really gut-wrenching cry. But it's quick because then she, real- she, that's, she like, puts it together like, oh, fuck. Um, and realizes that Lou probably did this and is now alone. And the slice happened from this fight. From probably. Joseph. Yeah. Oh, Dang, no. Devin Sawa had like one scene in this movie. I, I mean, yeah, he wasn't in it that much. Yeah, he's in about he was the in first. The top a lot, he's in, yeah, the first like 40, 40 minutes, and he's really good in it. I was very impressed. I'd like to see Devin Sawa in more things. I just, wow, I, I really, I really enjoyed seeing him in this. Um, and 
so she starts she she is totally panicked starts running back she's got her gun um, um and we see her get back to the house and she doesn't want to make any noise she doesn't open the front door and she walks to renee's bedroom window and is kind of tapping on the window quietly to try to wake her up um and renee's not waking up and so we see her kind of walking the perimeter of the house trying to figure out what to do and as she passes the window she can see that lou is still asleep in the bed and so she keeps walking, but then the camera pulls back to reveal he is awake and just no. sitting there with his oh. eyes open with like a nasty little smile on his face. Oh, man. Ew, fuck this guy. Fuck this no. guy. <laughs> no. Um, meanwhile, the the officer look, finds officer um, finds the car, Officer Barth's truck, and goes out. Or no, like doesn't know which direction he is. So she just starts honking the horn and we see him looking very bad. He's um, lost a ton of blood, but he is still alive. But he he can't speak and can't yell out. And so he grabs his gun and just unloads like into the air, all all the bullets. And she is able to follow that and find him, stumbles on this horrifying scene and he basically says, like, tell my, he just is like whispers, like, tell my wife, I, I love her. I love her. Oh. And she's like, you're going to, you're going to tell her yourself. You're going to tell nope. her yourself. I, I don't know. And she <laughs> runs back to the street to place an emergency call. We need backup. We need everybody. And uh, then back at the house, we see uh, Anne go in the she has completed the circle around and goes in the front door and then looks in uh renee's room and we see behind the door is lou and he jumps out at her knocks her down starts strangling her and renee jumps up starts screaming is like screaming stop 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 screaming stop at him and we're seeing kind of from Anne's point of view and he basically strangles her to uh, unconsciousness and so then it, go- it goes black uh, we go back to the street where lots of cop cars are arriving we see 20 or so cops on the scene of this crime scene and they basically are like this is close by the house of the woman who was so scared and good, 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 we need good, to go good, good, we good. need to go there and i think for the record i think they do manage to save officer barth i don't think that he dies but wow um, bad okay. night for him though but a bad night not a good yeah. night not a good night um but so they're they're at this crime scene and gonna gonna head to where ann and renee are but back at where ann ann wakes up some amount of time has has gone by and um lou is just kind of sitting on his chair he has a walkman with headphones that he is listening to music and he kind of pulls him off when he sees that she is woken up she's crying her face is bloody he's like clearly beaten her and he starts uh basically he kind of says yeah you know if it had been up to me we would have never crossed paths but your husband wanted to catch a wolf and 
uh, says she's she looks panicked like where is my daughter and he kind of says your your daughter's fine your daughter's fine i just need you to get me to i need you to get me to your car give me the keys to your car and she like points at them whatever they're right there and then he starts uh taking his clothes off and starts taking her clothes off and puts his puts his headphones back in we hear he's listening to some like I don't know. It's it's some sort of rock music. I don't like it. Ew. And he uh, he gets on top of her, and she is fighting back and struggling, and reaches her hand over, and we see that there's a bear trap, like right out of grasp of her, and she grabs it and she flings it on his face, closes the <gasps> bear trap on his face. Holy it's kind of shit. it's kind of a oh my it's kind of a small one because you know they have all different sizes for the little muskrats and so it's not like one that it would be like he's immediately dead like he screams in pain and it's obviously very painful but it's not like big enough to kill him but so she uh is able to at least get away from him as he is struggling with this and she opens the door to her daughter's room and just like sinks and this very animalistic cry comes out of her and we just see her face she cries oh, like no. that silent cry it's like rivaling a tony collette performance this woman is very good in this movie um camille sullivan and we never thankfully see what she is looking at but it it is very bad and her eyes kind of glaze over and we just see a, a, a switch turn in her head and she turns back into the room and we're intercutting with the cops kind of running towards where she is. She grabs him by his ankles, dragging him to uh, the kind of sh- workshop area. Oh, she just learned how to take off skin. <laughs> she oh. ties his hands up, tie- ties him up by his hands. So he is yeah dangling and... Uh, starts sharpening the skinning knives and she oh my she God. grabs his headphones from him puts them on and her face is like so straight faced and she's like sharpening the knives to the rhythm of the music it's like a very intense <laughs> it's such a crazy scene and she starts skinning him alive oh my god and she starts with his arm and it shows all of it she starts skinning his arm he's screaming um she skins his stomach he she like rips off the skin of his stuff we see his like ribs and he's screaming and screaming but not not dying and finally she takes she goes on his face cuts kind of around his face like the the diameter of his face and sticks her finger in by his ear and is kind of wiggling her finger around in it and he's screaming and screaming and she rips it off. She fucking oh rips his God. face off. What the fuck? Just and she's completely covered in blood by this point. And then the, the police arrive and she hears them coming and she kind of stumbles out in a in a stupor. She just looks like so out of it and stumbles out with the face in her hands or oh. <laughs> you can like see his facial features it like looks like his face and she's just kind of 
slowly walks past all of them. You see the one police officer's face looking so shocked. And she just goes and sits down on the stoop and like throws the face down on the ground and all the cops the cops go into the wood shop to see where she's just Is come she still from. Naked? She's he never like fully got her clothes off. Um okay. he just started to. So we know what his intentions were, but Right. Okay. She's clothed. Um and he uh they go into the room and we get a good full body shot of this skinned alive man with no face with his eye he one of his eyes I feel like still has the um eyelids and one doesn't so one eye is one eye is is he alive he's still alive the eyes like rolling Ah! around in his head and um and then it just shows her sitting on the stoop with a kind of blank look on her face and that's the end of the movie (laughs) oh my fucking god what the fuck it's so crazy i mean the last 10 minutes are just batshit like from the time that there's a it's a it, the pacing of it is excellent because it's it's a pretty quick movie. It's I think ninety minutes and oh my, it's God. really slow at first. It's a very slow burn. Like from the time that the police officer steps in two bear traps in a row to the end is probably ten or fifteen minutes. Like it just gets so crazy at the end. And by the end of it, I I think I screamed like holy fucking shit. And I texted my boss, holy fucking shit. I just watched Hunter Hunter. Oh my god, Jesus Christ. Oh my god. <laughs> I was I was. Oh man, it really, it really oh, shook me. My God. <laughs> I'm, I haven't recovered. I'm still processing it. I did it's think wild. I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Henley. We we it's we said it was going to happen. We keep doing movies where like children die, or um, it happens in all of them. Yeah. yeah, it happens in all of them. I I think I think what's crazy about it is that you always kind of want this to happen. You know, when like there's some an evil psychopath sadist who's like torturing women, you're like, I want you to get what you deserve. Yeah. And it fucking goes there here. Mm-hmm. It actually, it does that. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like, I almost don't want it anymore. Right, because Do you know it's, what I mean? It's, it's like, it's too well, much. And it's obviously like, yeah, I mean, I guess she does. She doesn't care, but it's like obviously going to ru- it's ruined her life. Like she's not she's yeah. not going to come back no. from that. She is going to, I'm sure, go to go to prison, <laughs> which is I don't know. But yeah, she kind of doesn't give a would, shit at this right? at this point. Yeah, I think you would. I mean, I can't imagine that you can just Even skin someone because they did something bad. She could kill him in self-defense. I don't think you can skin someone in self-defense. I don't know. Anybody yeah. out there, if you know, anybody out there, <laughs> I have, I'm not sure her husband you, yeah, I think and her you daughter, can't, she absolutely you would can't have been revenge able revenge skin. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe you can. Yeah, that's I don't, <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. In, in, in trying to protect your own life, you can do, but you can't probably revenge skin someone for killing your child. Legally. Especially because he actually isn't dead at the end of the movie. He is still alive. Right. And, right. Yeah. And one can't argue that the skinning was in self-defense. No. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, no. No. But imagine that court case. Like, no thank God. you. Sitting in, uh, being a lawyer on either Would he side. die? He would die, I think, right? I'm sure he would die eventually, yeah. I think it's... Yeah, you can't... 
lose all your. Skin. I think it's because she, when you're. I mean, who fucking they knows? Would who fucking to, knows? I would hope they would just. I would hope they would just like mercy kill him at that point. Honestly, right. like, what's the point yeah, of even we don't trying need to, get him to no, save the life? No. Of, also, he's a murderer. This, yeah. Yeah. And, and what was he rapist, doing with these women? Was, he was just tying them up to trees and leaving them there to die, I guess, and raping I them. I think I guess? raping, yeah, and killing them. Yeah. And why did like? Is it? I I wanted to leave you alone, but your husband had to kill a wolf. Is it just that like? Because his husband, husband discovered found us. Yeah. Them? yeah, yeah. I think he wouldn't. Yeah. I think he would have left them alone, um, because they're too close to his his favorite area. He likes that uh, spot wow. to take his victims. I don't know. Yikes! That's fucked up. That is fucked up. Yeah, man. It's a wild movie. A very wild movie. Yeah, I mean, I guess I and for good reason because of where it goes. I also wouldn't want to enter the home of the people who trap and skin animals. Even as a serial killer, I'd be like, well, that feels like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. They have a lot of tools there to bear trap my face and then skin me alive. Yeah. So Jesus not going to do that. Yep. yep. Hey, man. Also, there's got to be rooms in this house where there aren't bear traps. So for me, if you're trying to rape a woman whose daughter you just killed... Don't do it in the room with the bear traps. He fucked up. Yep. Yeah, that's on him. Yep. Um, I don't even know. That's I don't even know what to it's say. It's a wild one. Yes. Don't wild don't one. live in the woods. I can't. It's crazy that you came into this movie being like, I wonder what this movie will be, and then it was that. I know. <laughs> I think that was part of why I liked it so much. I was it's just so. It was just so unexpected. It was very fun. I don't have movie experiences that are like that very often where I just have no idea what's coming. Well, also, mm. Sammy, it has your favorite thing where when the person just like Fucking switches. Snaps. Yeah. When yeah. they're just like, I have nothing to lose and now I'm just going to go balls to the walls. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And this actress was really good. I f- hope she's in more stuff. Cause I really liked her. Mm. Wow. What? Who like? So it's a it's a Canadian production. It's, IF, Half Canadian. it's IFC Films, which I think okay. is not. Can, mm-hmm. Is it Canadian? I don't know. I don't know. But I know that it was like it's partially a Canadian production. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I mm. afterwards was like, whoa! I need to stare at a wall for an hour after this movie. Like, shook me to my core. I, what time of day did you? I watched watch it at night. I mean, it was it was it was late when I finished, and I feel like i had to stay up to first just sit and sit and process everything and then i probably watched a nathan for you (laughs) just follow it up (laughs) follow it up with a nathan palette cleanser wow that wow that's that was a lot it's a lot that was intense but it's a really well-made film again acting's good the music's good cinematography is really pretty so i i Mm. i recommend it I will not be watching this one. Gotcha. No, this one's not for me. That's fair. <laughs> not um, for me. Well, not for me. Well, and no, no fun voices. No fun voices. We could do walkie-talkie noises. Oh yeah, we could pretend we're in a walkie-talkie. Well, first, uh, first, just oh. say that. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. But I just want to say that we're going to be off next week. 
Oh right. So yeah. listeners, just brace yourselves. We're really sorry, but um, sorry. We're, we're taking really a, we're taking a Fourth of July break, and my work is crazy. Henley's having a baby, so you get it. <laughs> you get it. You yeah. you get it. I and I'm you know my shit's the same, but everybody could use a break. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a break. Um, we do have lots of bonus episodes up on our Patreon. Yeah, if, perfect if time really to check out the Patreon. A, an episode. We got a bunch of them on there. Um, including the matrix, including the matrix and paddington too which so. is you know probably why you're here for this podcast um <laughs> but we'll miss you we're just we just gotta take a week off and and then we'll see we'll, we'll, we'll be back after that we'll be back after that mm-hmm. we love you lots and from all of us here <laughs> i guess the voice is the same wait 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 i have, i forgot that i wanted to do this um <gasps> Is that I figured out I can do the mayor of Easttown accent? <laughs> oh my god, yes, do it, do it. Okay, we're forget the walkie-talkies thing. We're doing that. Okay, but I'm now that now I feel pressure and it's going to be bad. But my my it my phrase is over over there over in the pool over there. God damn it, it got bad. <laughs> so you can say over, over over and out over and out o. over and out. What was I saying? Hoagie. From, all, from all of us here. God here, damn it. That's good. Here. At two. At two. Two. At two scary. At two scary didn't watch. Warch. <laughs> okay. I was too confident about it, but I, I had it earlier. No. I promise I you. And I'm going to practice more. Accents. And I'm going to get you better. Got, you got to get a week off. That's all. To perfect that's this all accent. I'm going to do for the next, with my, with our time off. Practice perfect. my, my Kate Winslet. Mayor of Easttown accent. Anyways, okay. From all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch. Watch was almost good. Goodbye. Watch. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't know. I don't over know and out. It. Over and out. 10-4. 10-4. Over, over, and, over out. and out. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That's our show this week, y'all. If you had a good time, head on over to Apple Podcasts where you can rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TSDW Podcast. If you're interested in joining our Patreon and getting access to two bonus episodes per month, plus bingo cards and other cool uh, extra fun things, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. We are going to be off next week for the 4th of July. Sammy is in the middle of it with all of her work, and I will be probably having a baby. So um, we will be back the following week. Um, We love you guys so much. Talk to you soon.